Yes, from the Nine Network, Denny Wildler, a very good morning to you. How are you, Denny? Gents, morning. Um, geez, I'm a bit worried about coming on the show after yesterday's <laughs> confrontation. Oh, we're going to hammer you today, Denny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of it? Is Pup okay? That's the main thing I want to know. Yeah, no, he's okay, mate. He, he's okay. I'm not wanting uh, a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you make of it? And the fallout from what we saw on Sunday afternoon between the Bunnies and the Roosters. I'm, I'm still trying to comprehend it. Um, I don't know exactly what we were watching. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to work out. It felt to me like a. Uh, it was, well, it's basically 80 minutes. It seemed to go a lot longer of just squaring up um, and settling scores. And there was a little bit of footy thrown in. I, I like. I loved it. I have to say, I loved the the tension. I love the aggression. I love the theatre, uh, but I didn't love what it showed in terms of a football game. Um, I just don't know. I think Gus was on um, 100% Footy saying that this has all got too big for the NRL. They've created a, a situation now that has the potential to get out of control, and it really has. Um, you know, I think that the way that the bunker is interfering. I like a lot of blame has been put on the ref, but I put a, I put more blame on the bunker. Uh, the way that the players know exactly what to do in the situations that you know that when they know they've had a clip over the clip on the chin, even if it's a brush, they know they can get a penalty. They they know they can stop the game. It's it's created a situation that's not healthy for the game, um, and yeah, I'm concerned about it. I'm actually, I'm actually quite concerned about the way that things are going for the game. Um, like if you, I've watched those incidents several times now, and I can only say that I think there were two incidents worthy of a sin bin. Uh, I thought that um, when Teddy got clipped the first time by Burgess, and when Hargreaves did the head slam, and the rest of them. I can't believe what we'll... I couldn't believe what we were seeing. And people say that the officials didn't lose control of the game. Well, setting the setting the precedent of uh, binning Radley at the start uh, made it an impossible game to control for the referee or the bunker because that was a ridiculous decision. Danny, Joseph Suwali's management come out uh, last week and said, you know, he wants to play fullback and he had every chance yesterday uh, to prove himself in that position. Uh, how did you think he went, mate? Look, I think, I think he is a fullback down the track. Um, I think that he still has a way to go. Look, James Tedesco, whatever, I, I don't think anyone would argue that he, if he's not the... He's in the top couple of players in the game, isn't he? And yes, he, most he, when he went off for the Roosters... That was almost curtains. Uh, and it's a, it's a worry that a, one of the best players in the game can get knocked out of a game and, and there's no penalty or no no direct sin bin for that. I, I, that's a whole thing that's got me worked up. But, um, yes, look, I think Swali uh, is a fullback in the making. I think he was dangerous with the ball. His passing game's got to develop. And I know the Roosters uh, are super keen to work on his speed. 
uh, and he'll develop um, a sidestep. He'll develop all of that. Um, he's been going to uh, the fullback uh, sessions with James Tedesco, like and watching and asking and learning from Teddy uh, in video sessions. And eventually he'll get there. Uh, it might be. I mean, we saw. I think it was Mini started. Did Mini start on the wing as well? And yep. um, I'm sure Roger Tuivasa checked it his time on on the wing um, as well. So, you know, I think that it's a perfect position for him right now, and he's an absolute weapon. But he will be a fullback, uh, whether it's at the Roosters or somewhere else or Rugby Union. Um, he will be a fullback going forward. Uh, Denny, have you got any latest information on whether Mitch Moses will play this weekend after being, you know, concussed and and you know sitting out the rest of that game last Friday night? And do you think, as a game, we need to look at a mandatory stand down period for these players that suffer head knocks and can't continue on in games? Loz, you, you follow the AFL pretty closely, don't you? I mean, yeah. do they have? I think it's a twelve day twelve day stand down. Why aren't we? Why isn't that in rugby league? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think if we're serious about it, we need to have this policy in place. I, I think we need to look after the players' care, and I know that the doctors do that, but I think it would be a lot easier if we had, say, a 10-day stand-down period if you're knocked out in a game or if you've been ruled out of a game through a HIA, I just think it it makes it very clear then that you have to stand down for that 10-day period and if a game falls within that window, it's it's bad luck. But I, I, th- I think we need to look at something like that. Into well, the if, we're, Loz, if we're fair income and if we're taking it, why, why is another code leading the way ahead of rugby league? Why? Like, I, I don't think the NRL should ever play second fiddle to the AFL in things they're doing and mm. why are the AFL more advanced in that area than it's the same brain, you know? Yep. Like, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, but I, me personally I'd like to see it taken out of you know, everyone's hands the doctor's hands and and, and, and just have a stand down period of whatever it is, you know, 12 days, 10 days, but I think it should be a lot longer than just 7 days. You know, Josh, do you one, think one like, well, Josh, do you think when like do players know how to beat the system, do you reckon? Look, Danny, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'll be honest. Well, because it all comes down to symptoms. And, look, you've got a big game coming up, Mitch Moses, this week. You have to win. He wakes up, he's got a little bit of a headache. He, For me, if that's me, I'll be, I'm going to be honest right here, I'm not going to tell anyone about that headache. And you know no, it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's, it's probably not the right, it's not the right thing to do because we see how bad head knocks are at, at the moment and you know what what they cause in, in the future, but at the same time, right now Mitchell Moses knows he needs to play this game for Parramatta to win. That's what I mean. Like we saw Cameron Murray, like you know, play played unbelievably well for South Sydney, and I don't know if they necessarily beat the Roosters without him uh, on the weekend, but the week before. You know, he, was, he got taken off after a, a, a minute, you know. Uh, and mm. he's, had other, he's had other issues with that. But all of a sudden, he's, he's okay to play. And if he's an AFL player, he's not okay to play. So I, I think that mm. I, I find it baffling at times as to how players are allowed to play. And sometimes they're, they're you know, like how... 
I know they can. I know there's checks in place. I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but it would be. It might be more simple for the game and and fairer if there was a uniform stand down. If you if you've been KO'd. Describe the pressure on the Eels this weekend, Denny. Oh, you know it's huge, Mido, don't you? I mean, like, I was out there yesterday and I interviewed uh, a stack of their players and, um, you know, there, there's an underlying tension at Parramatta. Uh, I, I saw Brad Arthur. He seemed as happy as Larry. He was walking around. He's actually walking backwards up hills, a bit like you, Laurie. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. What is, what's, the, what's that all about? Is that cause because when you load your leg up, Right, and if you've got a bad knee, all the weight yeah. transfers, and you, it just yeah, it's not good for you. It, well, whatever it, it's he's doing, he's, <laughs> he's, I think that's the least of his worries. <laughs> um, I think that you know we go back to the '86, you know, and that that that's, that whole years of pressure. It's back on para, uh, and. I, I don't like saying this, but I really like Brad Arthur, and I think he's a tremendous coach. But you know, everybody knows what the conversation will be if Para go out, lost, lost. We know it. Yeah, and yeah. Mm. I know it's unfair to a degree, uh, because mate, Brad Arthur's done a, a very good job with Parramatta. And, and if they do decide to come down hard on him, or they, they, they deem this is unacceptable... I think Brad Arthur would bob up at another club with a, and he'll have a very good reputation still. So there is pressure there. It's across the playing group. Um, it's, I mean, I think, I think they're going to be... I think we're going to find out what Parramatta are made of, of this week. Um, uh, <laughs> I think it's a, it's, a, it's a danger. It's an absolute danger occasion for them. But, you know, the players are all talking a, a good game that... Um, you know, let's let's be let's be fair here. Penrith are, are streets ahead of everyone else. Um, that's what that that was the big thing that came out of of the finals for me. Um, is that Penrith are streets ahead, and I think that um, I think we can consider that's um, been overlooked because of the nature of the game that we saw um, between the Roosters and the Rabbits. But I think the Roosters had uh, a season that was below par because. I think that they were, you know, if not everybody's pick, they were close to it again for, for the title, and they're out. And that hasn't really been discussed at all um, because of the, the bizarre game they lost in. But I think that the Roosters would go back and do some real soul-searching because that's a big story out of the finals, that the, the early-season favourites and a team with a, a tremendous roster... Um, couldn't get past the first week of the finals, and that's not a satisfactory season. I don't think I don't think Nick Politis will find a satisfactory, and I think that Trent Robbins will be asking a lot of questions um, of himself and his playing group because the way they they lost to Souths um, uh, showed a, a fair lack of uh, discipline, and also I think they allowed occasion or even uh, perhaps ego to to get in the way of what they were doing. Denny, we'll have to leave it there, mate. What a week we've got ahead of us, full of intrigue, and we'll break it all down next Tuesday with you. Thanks so much. And, and Grubby, are you now, have you replaced Pup? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> we mightn't see Pup again. No, mate, no, no. Just, just, just filling in, just mate. Just him? 
Oh, 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 oh there wow. we go. Yes, come on. Are you knifing? Come him? on, mate. I'd that's never knife line. anyone. Come, hey, no, you know no. what? That's I are like you bit, knifing the pup? That's a bit rich coming from a journo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I'm nah, you look after me. You look after me. So, a bit, bit of a broad statement there. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate.